nerds. This is the Pretty Nerds Podcast. Let's get into it. Now point your fingers up to the sky and pop through your nose way up high. Spin and dip and jump and gurport and finish it off with a laugh and snort. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerds Podcast. This is your girl, Fallon Deanne. And this is your girl, Nay. Oh, are you ready for spring? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and no, but absolutely yes, because you know I hate the cold. But no, in the sense of I'm already like sinused up. I don't know if I can handle anymore at this point. I just got a freaking this is the first this is the earliest I think that I've gotten like my I've started to get nosebleeds already. So I was like, oh, it's gonna be a sucky sinus season. I'm so ready for like just more sunshine. Like I'm already feeling better. I'm so happy. Did you see like they're ending? Would it be ending daylight? I don't know how to ever say it. The daylight saving time will always be. I guess they're not ending it. Just keep on. I don't know, but they whole changing the clock back and forth. Yeah, I saw that. No more spring forward or fall backs. I guess we're gonna stay. I guess maybe this is the last one where we sprung forward. I don't know. Yeah, so we would. No, it, next one would be the last year. So we'll go back and then we'll spring forward and then we'll stay there. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. So anything new with you? Any, anything you want to share that you've done? Or... Mm, no, same old, same old. Yeah. Oh. This is totally just like something that I just thought about. I went to Atlanta like this past weekend or was it weekend before last? Mm-hmm. And I know like we're pretty close to there. So it's like a probably like a five hour drive. It's different. Even though it's like I went there in 2020, like now, even going to Lenox, mom, I'm like, what are y'all doing? It was so much police presence. I'm like, I don't like this. Ooh. <laughs> Like it was like you see the police as soon as you come in. And like if you ever been to Linux Mall, you know, or like probably any mall with a mixture of stores, but the designer like portion of the mall like has like super duper security. As soon as you turn the corner to go to like the designer stores, it's like police officer. I'm like, okay, y'all doing too much. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be irritating to me. Like, let me shop in peace. But I guess with all of like the the recent, as they call it, yeah. crime wave that's been going on, I guess maybe that's why they're yeah. up in the whole police thing. I don't know. Yeah, and my cousin, like I was talking to him because he's like stays there. He's been there for like a long ass time. He was like, what y'all saying on the news been going on? I was like, what? And I was like, oh, it's not this was the good safe mall. <laughs> Uh, it was just weird to see like the vibe is even different I don't know yeah Yeah. it sucks crazy times we living in definitely (laughs) all right well I guess we can jump into the hot topics for this week Let's start off in sad news. Um, prayers and condolences to the Braxton family. 
It was announced earlier this week that Tracy Braxton passed away of cancer after battling privately for over a year. Super sad, super, super sad news. I was sad to see it happen. I know a lot of people after what happened with Chadwick, a lot of people tried to stray away from speculating about, you know, when people have those kind of dramatic weight losses or whatnot, which I think was a good thing. I'm glad that she was able to have that battle in private without people kind of speculating or like constantly posting, oh, I think she's sick. You know what I mean? You know how people can be. So listen, that um it's it's like one of those like laws that is like, oh, we I don't know, like it kind of impacts you like some people you not saying like it, but it's like her personality is like next with you or like when I watched the show. Um, I always enjoyed watching her. So um I was just like dang um and I mean you could tell just from the comments and I know people you know always say nice things but just from like the people that gave their condolences um from her family her husband her son you could just tell that she was really loved um and she fought so yeah absolutely cancer definitely definitely sucks but again just prayers and condolences up to their family because we all kind of I think that's kind of the one of the things from us watching the Braxton family. We really got to see how close knit of a family they are. They're such a really, really, really close family. So, you know, they all got to be going through it right now. So just mm-hmm. sending all the kind of light that we can over there to their family. So let's go ahead and jump into better new, uh, into good news. Well, I guess for some, this would be good news. I don't know. It depends on, I guess, who's your favorite team or who you root for. But Tom Brady, after I think it was barely two months, maybe two months, three months, um, after he announced he was retiring, he decided, hey, yeah, no, I'm going to play another season. I'm going to give it another go. So he will be returning, suiting up again come this fall with Tampa Bay, yeah? Yeah, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So. Tom, Tom Brady will be returning, so he is not retiring. I will say I'm not surprised because I just – I was surprised, more surprised actually when he announced he was retiring. So I'm not surprised that he quickly came back and was like, nah, just kidding. <laughs> also in really – now this is really, really good news, at least for me. Because I love this show. I think it's so, so good. Abbott Elementary was renewed for season two. So yay. Uh, If you have not watched Abbott Elementary, are you just waiting to jump into the bandwagon? I'm telling you right now, if you have Hulu, get on there. Go ahead and binge and get caught up. It's such a good show. Like if you are a fan of like The Office or, you know, those type of, I want to say dry comedies. So they're not like, it's not like the the in-your-face slapstick comedy, but it's like those really good, dry, just, you know what I mean? It's, especially yeah. if you have ever worked. I think that's why a lot of people resonated with The Office because we've all been there. So like if you've ever just worked in one of those fucking environments, all of them type of scenarios just... It's universal, man. That should just hit you everywhere. Cause you'd be like, these motherfuckers. Like everybody has that boss that just 
You be thinking to yourself, don't know shit. <laughs> How are you my boss? What do you actually do? Like, uh, I feel like everybody can relate to it. It's just so good. So I'm so happy that they got renewed for season two. If you aren't watching, go out there and watch and support. We love a good Black show. And salute to the young lady um, who created it. She created it. She writes it. She produces and and the good thing of and the crazy thing about it, she started off as like I think they said like a Instagram star or or um one of those IG comedians or um I follow her I've been following her like forever mm-hmm. so yeah she yeah. and she's on the cover of Essence I'm so proud of her me too girlie so yay to that let's go ahead and now jump into the more serious topics this week we can just go ahead and let's just go ahead and jump into this one because this one's been a mess so uh jesse smollett he was formally sentenced last week it was last week sometime last week to 150 days in jail and um several months of probation and fines when he was going into the jail he said he made sure to let it be known to people that he was not suicidal you know all those things like that the judge was really like you know you're a narcissist you're the i mean the judge was kind of extra with it what are your thoughts on the whole situation first i will put it out there like i i do feel something happened it may have not i don't know i feel something happened i don't think that it was because from the reports those brothers they lied as well but they were so harped on getting Jesse because he's more known that, you know, like they just went, went unknown. I'm not going to say unknown was swept under the rug or people didn't pay that much attention to that. But definitely the what he was sentenced to, I'm like, bro, first of all, it was a witch hunt because you already let him go and then you came back again. And then it's like now at this point you like you just want him to do jail time just to be honest. I mean I'm happy like I saw um, that he's going to be released um, on bail for his appeal. I, I mean I just feel like it's bullshit. There was a whole a lot more that you can do with the resources than going after him, and especially when you see. Every fucking day, these white people calling the fucking police for nothing. Putting you on a wild goose chase. And I'm pretty sure they spend a whole lot of research, but you don't ever prosecute them. Facts. Like, I just feel like it, it was it's bullshit. Facts. And that's another thing that, like, I can't understand as black folks how we could have so many of y'all, like, jumped on. He deserved it. Da, 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 da. What? All of these folks that, um, like you say, all the white folks to get away with it. Not to mention how many of y'all running around with y'all free my homeboy on your shirt knowing that he did that shit. Like, what? Come on now. Like, that's so hip fucking hypocritical. Like, I don't know what happened with the whole situation. All I know is, in my opinion, the evidence that they presented was super flimsy. And I think that had it not been like a super high profile case at with the all of the kind of factors that came into play with the whole Trump thing and this and that and the other, I think just had it been, you know, this guy who said a hate crime was committed 
with the evidence that they had, I just don't feel like it was a strong enough case to convict. The prosecution's case wasn't that great. But I feel like, nonetheless, he was convicted. It happened. But the, the sentence itself, like 150, that, that's, to me, that was excessive. Um, some people said that wasn't, a, that wasn't, that's not a lot, but shit, that's long enough. That's almost six months in jail. That's fucking long enough for somebody to be locked up. I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. That's a, a good, decent amount of time. That's more time that I would want to fucking do. I don't want to spend no days in jail. So I can definitely understand his family, you know, feeling the way that they feel. I also would like to, I just don't understand how people were so confused or said that he was performing when he told when he made the announcement that he is not suicidal because when you have so many people who are speculating on your mental health in terms of who feel like okay you this is the reason that you did it is because you're not mentally sound or this or that and the other and we have known we have seen where black and brown people when they go to lockup mysteriously end up dead i.e sandra bland hello We have not forgotten. So I don't understand why so many people were like, oh, he's performing. That's a performance. Oh, you're not a Jeffrey Epstein. The government's not out to get you. They're not going to try to kill you. I've seen plenty of non, you know what I'm saying? Non-famous black people go to jail and not walk their ass up out of there. So the fuck y'all. And there was reports that was like out saying that he was suicidal as well. So I don't, I don't think he just pulled there from out of nowhere. Exactly. I mean, it's valid. Like, bro, Chicago ain't got the best track record. No, none, none of them do, but they they top five for the worst police department. Come on with it, okay? Exactly. So I don't, I don't put, I'm sorry, I don't put nothing past nobody when it comes to black people. So you know, do what y'all gotta do out here, especially when you, when you're dealing with these corrupt ass systems i'm sorry so i don't blame him for letting it be known hey listen something happened to me bitch i ain't do it right <laughs> okay i do not blame him at all but nonetheless i hadn't heard yet uh so you said that he is being placed out on bail for appeal for a bond, yep they $150,000 bond uh pending his appeal okay that's awesome well that's good to hear i'm hoping I'm hoping for the best. I'm sorry. I don't care what nobody say. I when I see shit like this, I don't. I don't feel like black folk. I'm sorry. We go through enough shit. I don't give a fuck. So right, especially something like that. Be like, I mean, the only person who he hurt or who was embarrassed was who got damn self. So shit, whatever. This was like, and y'all still finna suck up more resources for a trial that I really think another jury, depending on what it probably will acquit. Like I, for what was presented and what we know, like bro, you cannot say uh, with a hundred percent doubt that was just literally you on the stand. Like, nah. Yeah, exactly. That's that was my point. The case was flimsy at best. It was mostly he said, she said. So to me, they just got a good break in the jury. That the jury was just like, well, we've heard about this case long enough. You know what I'm saying? Right. So whatever, it is what it is. Like I said. We shall see how everything pans out with his appeal. In more, I want to say in more craziness, the Critics, the Critic Choice Awards also aired um, sometime last week. I want to say maybe Thursday or 
Friday. I don't know. Um, it was late in late during last week. Nonetheless, a, a woman by the name of Jane Champion, she won the Best Director Award, and she was up in the category against all males. Of course, it was a male-dominated category. Per usual, she won, and she decided to take her moment to, in my opinion, shit on other women when she decided to kind of people can say that some people were saying that she was joking or that it was a joke but as black people or as a black woman I didn't see it as a joke I felt like it was a microaggression um where she decided to take shots at Serena and Venus when she was like I love you guys but you don't have to compete against the men or you don't have to compete against the guys or whatever so which was total lies and bullshit facts they do compete against me and won. So what are your thoughts on that whole situation? Um, I think it's another one of those. And just to put it out there, this woman also champions herself as being a feminist. So, yeah. It was definitely cringy and as fuck. Like, I felt so bad for Serena Venus because I think when she first started on the whole little speech, um, when she went into that part about not competing with the fellas, like I think they zoomed like on Venus' face, and you could like you could literally see the cringe face, like that little cringe face. This emoji is literally her. And then I don't. It's just for me when she was like, you don't. It. One of my biggest issues was. She started off like she was a huge fan of theirs and like, oh, I play tennis and, you know, I watch you guys. So if you're a huge fan and you watch tennis and all of this, you know that they play men and you know that they dominate what they do. You were not giving them any type of props or accolades, sharing nothing. You were literally trying to shit on them. And, And that was it and be like, you call yourself a feminist, then why would you take this moment to drag them down like that? Or try to drag them down because, and it, I just, and especially just given the history, like the, Serena is the most drug test athlete. Like, bro, I ain't like this shit at all. And then I'm like, when I look at her and figure, I'm like, bro, first of all, you look like an old hollow tree. And you ain't nobody in your seat. So that's one thing that's wrong with you. Like, stop hating. Like, that, that shit just really rubbed me the wrong fucking way. Absolutely. Like I said, it just felt like a complete microaggression to me. Like, I just, and, and, and as you stated, for you to call yourself a feminist, why would you take your moment then to take, in my, like I said, in my opinion, take shots at other women? You could have simply left it as, you know, it's, it's, it's tough being an only woman in, in this male-dominated category, more women should win. You know, more of us create incredible, um, our incredible directors, and we should get more opportunities. Stuff like that. Like you could have took that moment to give that message instead of the message that you gave. Yeah, and I mean, it, must be, it really didn't call for you to even bring them up. So I, I still just don't get it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It didn't make any sense. Like I don't understand why they were even brought up in the conversation. Unless maybe she was was King Richard's director yeah, nominated was, or something. I want to say it was, and I'm really thinking that's what it was. But still, 
Exactly. Like, but still, they they were producers on it. They didn't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they right. weren't the director that you were going up against. Like, I don't get it. And like, what's up? Right, yeah. A mess. Speaking of mess, let's go ahead and jump into this. This has been dominating or this has been all over the internet today. So apparently the Jocelyn Ca- Jocelyn's Cabaret had a reunion, I guess either last night or sometime this week. And Jocelyn and her husband or boyfriend, I'm not sure if they're married or not, they are being accused of attacking one of the young ladies who appeared on Jocelyn's Cabaret at the reunion. Zeus says that they're, I guess they're investigating it. I don't know. It's just been super messy. Like I've just been seeing kind of back and forth. It doesn't seem like Jocelyn is denying that she fought with the girl. It doesn't, it also doesn't seem like, I don't know. Like did the girl file a police report? I saw her on there like crying for a minute then I saw her talking about, does anybody have Lisa Bloom content? Like, I don't know. The yeah. whole thing just seems super weird. Yeah. Um, from the coming, I've never watched the show. I'm not going to lie. I've seen like a few clips here and there, but it's just not anything that interests me. I don't. Yeah. And not that I don't like Rachel TV. I just don't want to watch her and them. But they the reports are that this is not the first time that it has happened. And if you watch the last reunion, you see that it's not above her husband or boyfriend, significant other with fighting women. From the clips that I watched, I don't know if the girl pressed charges or not. And it's because she didn't say it in the video. The video I watched, she just gave an account of what happened. So I'm not really sure on that part. I she should definitely press charges. She should definitely get her coins. I don't know. Like, I feel like this reality TV thing, they were saying that even some of the shit that Jocelyn did, like throwing items at the girls or shit like that. But like, bro, you're not gonna like humiliate me like that. Like, no. No. So maybe this is the end of it. Who knows? I don't think um, so. I don't think so. Did you see the did you see the statement that Zeus put out? I saw it. Um, well, yeah, I saw it, and they were saying they were investigating. So I don't know. What that yeah, is. I but it is a money maker. So yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. Like, I think for their brand, like if you look at the shows that they have on there, yeah, unfortunately, it falls in line with their brand. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. and to be and to be completely honest. Subscription TV is is not as regulated, I would say, as other TV, and that's they're they're strictly a subscription based network, I guess, because you have to in order to have Zeus, you have to like pay a little fee to get it yeah. to stream it, whatever, like that. So they aren't really regulated the same way. I would say as like a um even as some of the big streamers either like like a Netflix or a Hulu um I feel like they're they're a little bit more I hate to say low budget but I oh mean, yeah they definitely <laughs> the caliber of shows they put on or how about that are are low budget so but I, I, when I look at some of the other like you said I've seen clips from some of the shows that they have it pretty much falls in line with the rest of their shows. So I'm wondering, like, 
as much as people are saying, like, I wouldn't sign up to be, I wouldn't, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I'm just like, well, it seemed like all these people know what they're getting when they go on Jocelyn Cabaret or Bad Girls, Baddie, or whatever the fuck them shows is that's on there. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they know what they're getting into. So if you're willing to humiliate yourself for a small check well then shit i don't i don't know what to really say and then they saying that the prize is only ten thousand dollars i'm like that ain't enough facts it is not enough <laughs> like nah. and then i saw like on one of the episodes um uh, this was on like facebook where like one of i want to say she looked like latina like and she was like, I, I just say, nigga, this, this it's just in my vocabulary. And one of the girls had to get up with her. And it was just crazy because Jocelyn didn't address her saying, nigga, she addressed her friend not jumping in to help her. And I'm like, bro, yeah, see, mm-mm. nope. So for that reason alone, I probably would never, well, not no problem. I won't ever tune in. Yeah. I don't know. The whole, like I said, their whole network seemed messy to me. Um, so I don't know. Like I said, if y'all, if if y'all signing up for these little little checks or whatever, or these couple of seconds of moments of being known, and y'all willing to be humiliated like that, well, who am I? You know, who am I to judge you for? Oh, that's such a good statement because he on that what is it, bad boys of LA or whatever. I saw that. I saw that. Um, they have. I saw that preview. I think because it's been on damn near every blog. They got what is it? Andre Caldwell. I'm delivered. That guy. He gonna be on there and all the other little ones that always be in the shade room. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah. Complete messiness. But that is all we have for hot topics this week. Let's go ahead and jump into the relationship portion of the show. All right, so I'm going to kick this off. Well, I'm going to go ahead and give the question. We've been pretty serious these last couple of weeks, I feel like. So I wanted to just give us a super fun question. We haven't had one of these in a long time. So I wanted to give something fun. So it's it's more of like a, yeah, it's a question. I'll say it's a question or a statement, whatever. Share one sex tip you would share with the girls. I would think one would be, let me see how to put this. Orgasms are mandatory and they're essential. They're not optional. If a man does not give you an orgasm, move on and don't lie about it. Shit, be honest. My mm-hmm. uh, biggest sense of life, stop lying up that you had an orgasm. Mm-hmm. So he'll know that he sucks in bed, whether he approves for you or the next person, just let him know. And can I add to tell them that move that you don't like? Tell me it don't work. Like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Communication is key. Listen, because maybe like, like, hey, I don't know what you do, where you pick this up from. Don't do it. No, no, no. Don't work for me. So my tip that I would share is that if you gargle salt water before you're going to give head, it'll, um, Lower your gag reflex and open up your throat a little bit. Oh, tip for the girls. 
Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess, I mean, that's all I really have for my tip, for your tip. Any, I feel like you said you didn't have a question this week. So that's a pretty short relationship <laughs> portion this week. But that's okay because we have some more things to get into this week. So let's go ahead and jump into the new books, TV, movies, and reviews. Alrighty. Well, for myself, I watched the the reboot of the original Law and Order. Um, this is the the OG of the franchise. Right. Um, so far, so good. It did reboot with Anthony Anderson and. I call him Jack McCormick because that's the only thing that I know with the ODA and the old um, prosecutor as well. So it's good. Like, I, I really think that it helps with the reboot, like them having some of the old um, people on there and some of the last people that we saw as well. Because I think from the um, Law and Order, the last couple of, like the last couple of seasons, Anthony Anderson was on there. He does, of course, have a different partner now than the other dude that was his partner before. But so far, it, it's it's solid. Like, and it, I like that it came back solid and it came back slow. It's what you remember from Law and Order. So, yeah, um, I watched that. And I did watch the first two episodes of the reboot of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So far, so good. I guess for me, I don't get the criticism that people are like, they took a good wholesome family and turned it bad. I'm like, I don't know. Like, it was just, I don't know. I don't know. It, well, it, I mean, it, it, well, I mean, he did stipulate that it was not a comedy, that it was a drama. So I don't understand why people are surprised. Like drama is completely different category than comedy. It's not gonna be a funny show. He had to drama it up, yeah. Yeah. And it's like and, and that falls in line. I'm like, you I felt like the first first Prince of Bel Air was even though it addressed some serious topics, it was kind of mindless entertainment. That's almost like I feel the same way about blackish. It addressed serious topics, but it's also something that I can watch while I'm working or maybe working at or something like that. It's not anything that I have to be zoomed in on to get it or something or to commit to it. It's like, I mean, it's on, it could be on in the background while I'm playing on my phone or something like that. So yeah, I I mean. It wasn't anything necessarily bad, I guess, because, you know, Carton did drugs or whatever. I'm like, but it was a whole episode where he did OD on those drugs. But, I mean, whatever. Um, but, yeah, I just saw that whole little think piece. And I'm like, can everything not be a think piece, though? Can we get something that's not a think piece and we just watch it? <laughs> I'm like, I don't feel like every show has to be a moment. I agree. <laughs> I fully agree with you, my friends. Anything else? Hmm, I think that was. Mm-hmm. Order. Yeah, that was it. Mm-hmm. So on my end, I checked out pieces of her on Netflix. So essentially, the preface of the show is it's about a. Um, you see this young woman. She went back to take care of her mother who had cancer. 
And like the opening scene kind of draws you in because like she's they there's this this guy who's basically, in my opinion, goes nuts for a minute and he shoots his ex and her mom and he goes to kind of almost shoot the young lady. But her mom kind of steps in and you see her just pull this like little knife move where she slits the dude's throat or whatever like that. And it just it goes down this whole little rabbit hole of a story where you find out the mom was like, in totally spoilers, I'm giving you spoilers right now, FYI, just be prepared for that. Where it's going down this rabbit hole of the mom, um, you find out the mom was essentially part of like, I want to say a fucking cult, man, because listen, it seemed like a goddamn cult to me. And like, you find out that she's related to like a set, I don't know, it, it just... It was like a crazy show of twists and turns. I will say that the 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 daughter in the show will piss you the fuck off. It was one of those shows, and I hate to say this, where I was almost rooting like for the bad guys to catch the daughter and like kill her. I'm sorry, I hate to say it like that, but God, she was so fucking annoying. She was the worst. Like, have you ever watched a show and you just be like, bitch, just listen to what everybody tell you damn you know what i'm saying like her mama told her her mama said because a dude showed up to kill the mom and her mom said go to this storage unit i have a car there there's some money there and then go drive it all the way to maine and wait for me don't talk to nobody but no this bitch making stops she didn't got the money stole like (laughs) it pissed you off the whole way so you just like you know what bitch I just it was hard to root for her I'm sorry y'all it they made it hard to root for her and then the end like was open-ended for those of y'all who have watched this show I really need somebody to answer this for me because I was so confused at this part at the end so and again this is a spoiler but you find out that the young lady's father is a lead that the reason that the lady doesn't the young lady doesn't know anything about her family is because they're in witness protection. And the young lady's father was the leader of the cult. That's who they're hiding from. At the end, right, the young lady's father like kidnaps them, whatever, blah, 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 blah. You get through all this. What I was confused by, like if you watch, there's this point in the show where you see the father he like does this coin trick or he's playing with this coin and the so the guy that they arrest who they say is his her father or whatever he gets arrested whatever there's this other guy he's like a security guard who works for her uncle and he's doing the same little coin trick almost like he's the father But yet the mom didn't recognize him as the father. She recognized other guys. I was super confused. Were they trying to imply that that the security guy was just another member of the cult still? Or were they saying that, aha, made you look fool you, that the guy that they arrested wasn't actually her father? He was posing as her father and the other guy who was working as the the security guard was a fuck. I don't know. I was so lost at that part. So if anybody has watched this show and y'all know what I'm talking about, if y'all can just, you know, drop me some comments or something and let me know and explain that because I was lost. That part confused me in terms of that. But um, nonetheless, it was a decent show. Like it was worth sitting through. Like I, like I said, it draws you in. 
But again, you will end up hating the daughter because she will piss you the fuck off. I'm sorry. When she lost that money, bitch, woo, I was like, you know what? You deserve everything you get because <laughs> her mama left her a whole, like it was a whole suitcase of fucking money. And her, yeah. her, her mama's instructions were simple. Go to the thing, get the car and the money, go wait for me and Maine and don't talk to nobody. I'm talking this bitch didn't got caught 50 million times, got the money stolen, almost got kicked. Like, <sighs> stupid, plain and simple. Um, and then also on Amazon Prime, I checked, or on Amazon, I checked out Upload Season 2. So for those of y'all who watched Upload the first season, I really liked it. And don't get me wrong, season two isn't bad. But this to me was a case of you waited, they waited too long to in between seasons. Because like I found myself, so at season one, it ends on this really good cliffhanger. And it's like once you get to, but it was such a long break between season one and season two that like I found myself not caring. Like I was watching, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Have you, have you ever had that experience where you watched a show where it was just like the first season, it was good and it ended on this clip and you couldn't wait to see it. But then by the time season two rolled around, it's like, I, I feel like it was like a two year break, two or three year break almost in between. So by the time season two rolled around, I was like, well, I don't really care anymore. <laughs> That's how I felt about power and scandal, even though it was like a little more seasons, but listen. You got to be consistent. I think Insecure is the only show that I waited around for. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just, that break was so long in between that it was just like, eh. But I mean, it, all in all, it wasn't a bad season. So if you liked Upload season one, you'll enjoy season two. But I just feel like I didn't, I wasn't as into it as much because again, you just had such a long cliffhanger in be long space in between it almost was like uh I could you know take it or leave it here but it's not a long show it's a short I think it's about 30 maybe 30 minutes 40 you know how Amazon shows run it's like on that weird time like 32 minute 42 yeah. minute like that type of weird small show uh format it's only like eight maybe eight episodes so it's not a lot you can get through it maybe in on a on a Saturday when you're super bored. But if you enjoy season one, you'll enjoy season two. And I'll maybe I think maybe I'll do a blog post um for a more in-depth review on that one. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I'll wait and see on that. But yeah, that's all I got for this week for new books, TVs, movies, and reviews. So let's go ahead and jump into your missing for the week. Alrighty, so my missing person for the week. This is actually she is a is an Instagram influencer. Um, she's a hairstylist. Her name is Alexis Ware. Her family was on Dateline just talking about her disappearance. They did say that she was saying someone was following her. She did not give her family a lot of details, which kind of sucky. But I know how it is when people are like, oh, I want to handle it myself. Um, she's 29 years old. She was last seen in Anderson, South Carolina at a 7-Eleven. They did find her car like a couple of miles away in like a rural area uh, in McCormick. Um, she was last seen on January the 30th. 
Um, her family has not seen, talked to her, anything since then. She was reported missing on February the 1st. Yeah, so it doesn't say what she was wearing or anything, but that's what they have now. And it shows that like she was speeding um, through a red light and took a quick turn from there. So it kind of gives the indication that she was trying to get away from someone. So definitely keep your eyes out, especially if you're in that area. Um, I am definitely wishing and praying and hoping for the best for her and her family and her children as well. She does have two children. So, yeah, I'll send like prayers and love and light to her and her family. Yeah. Hopefully she can be found safe. Yeah. All right. Well, if that is all, I'm going to quickly jump into my favorite portion of the show, which is the nerd moment of the week. This one is actually also very short. I know it's been a very short show this week, but I don't really have a lot for you guys. Obviously, we know the Batman premiered. It smashed box office records. But my news is more in relating to the premiere on HBO Max. So, you know, last year they were doing straight to as soon as it was released, it was re, uh, being released on HBO Max. This year they've kind of decided to do similar to what uh, Disney is doing, where it'll release in theaters for 45 days and then premiere on HBO Max after that. So reportedly right now they're presuming the date that it will premiere on HBO Max is April 17th. But again, the date hasn't been confirmed by Warner, um, by uh, DC or Warner. But again, if they stick to the schedule that they say 45 days and they're saying April 17th, it should premiere on HBO Max. So we shall see. I think I'm going to wait because I don't really want to go see it in theaters. I think I'll probably just wait till it premieres on HBO Max and then I'll probably it'll be super late and everybody should have seen it by then. So when I do my review. <laughs> there should be no complaints in terms of spoilers in terms of that um also in disney news more well, marvel news moon knight is scheduled to premiere on disney plus on march 30th it is getting great reviews right now they're saying it's probably the best dc i'm sorry not dc the best marvel show that has premiered yet I'm excited for it. I don't really know a lot about Moon Knight, which I think is good for me going into it. So I'm excited to kind of see it. It looks really good just from like the clips and even the pictures and everything like that. It looks different from what we've seen. So I'm I'm intrigued. So I'm going to probably check it out and see what that is all about. And yeah, that is it for me this week for the nerd moment of the week. Anything else on your end, Fallon DM? Nothing else for me. Well, then, per usual, we want to thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening and supporting us. Thank you guys for the really big numbers that we had on the show uh, before that we had the Kanye show. We got some really big numbers. I hope you guys keep that up um, and keep supporting us. We really, really appreciate it, guys. Um, we are trying to get some coins out of this podcast at some point. So <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in and listening. And I hope you guys have a good night. Bye. Good night.